0: Napa know-how. It's officially the best week of the year. Why? Because this week only, you get 20% off at Napa. And the only thing better than quality car parts is 20% off quality car parts. Okay, so we're a little biased. But don't wait, because the 20% off sale will be over before you know it. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, exclusions apply. Minimum three items. Offer available July 9th through July 15th. Hurry into Old Navy this Saturday and Sunday to get jeans for the whole family on sale. Just $15 for adults, $12 for kids. Plus, redeem your super cash starting this Saturday to save even more at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Super cash valid 6-3 to 6 Jeans valid 6-3 to 6-4. Select styles only. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends.
1: wow, we all want this to be our best year ever. Who wouldn't want this to be our best year ever? Welcome to Joyce Barry and Friends. It is the hour to empower with stimulating talk, views you can use, memorable quotes, and powerful life lessons. We always have hot guests and cool topics. We even have cool guests and hot topics. Today we have several very cool guests, Janice Miller, Hassan, Gianni Jaffe, Lauren Adler, It is an important show today, folks. We ask that you stay tuned. We ask that you really pay attention. This is a show that could be a life changer. We always want you to tune us on, tune in, and tune up with us to hear the best of the best. You do not want to miss any of our shows. Each show goes into our archives. You need only log into Joyce Barry and Friends dot com. Barry, B A R R I E, Joyce Barry and Friends dot com, and you will see each guest and each topic on our homepage. You can play and download any of our shows always informative inspiring and motivational you will want to share these powerful messages with your friends family and contacts you can follow us on facebook and become a joyce barry subscriber and even a fan by going to our brand new joyce barry and friends fan page so new that is still a work in progress and we can't wait to get up our knockout version of our fan page on that page, be sure to check like, because we really do like that, and we want you to get all the information as regards to the show. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on our Blog Talk Radio homepage by clicking follow right below my picture. You can also message me in any of these venues about our show, about our guests, about anything I promise you that I do read all the messages. My official website is com B-A-R-R-I-E. The chat room is open. Log into the chat room, have fun, and do chat away. I do go back and forth into the chat room during the show to see if there is anything you want to ask me or our guests or comment on. Motivation, inspiration, and an education. Positive, happy thoughts to improve your life, health, and finances. Take positive actions to create a gratifying lifestyle. Life lessons from me, your host, Joyce Barry, straight from the Coach's Corner, and then you will hear from our very special guest today. Folks, every day should be treated like a special day. We wish you the finest of friends, the opulence of opportunities, the magic of miracles, and the happiest of days. May this year be your best year ever. And one of the ways that can happen, folks, is you find out what your cause is, and you do what you can to make a difference. And today we're urging you to take on as your cause, as one of your causes, stop the bullying truly folks it has to stop and it has to stop now so let's start off with a wake up call
0: here is success coach Joyce Berry with a wake-up call
1: a call for riches coming my way today and each and every day a call for opportunities here and now incredible ways to make money. Wow. A call for good health, a mind and body that's sound because of the amazing healthy products I found. A call to the Lord to make my dreams come true. Just give me the wisdom to know what to do. And folks, if you know what to do, just do it. If not now, when? if not now, when? And take heed of that, folks, because clearly what better time than now to do something about this bullying situation? Very far-reaching. I received this uh, email this morning from my dear, dear friend, Beverly Nadler. She said this was reported in a Fairfield, Connecticut newspaper on January 24th, and I thought it was so powerful that I would share it with you in the Coach's Corner. A student... At Tomlinson Middle School was repeatedly bullied, even having her face and head slammed against a locker on more than one occasion, according to a lawsuit filed by her parents against the town of Fairfield, the board of education, superintendent of schools, the principal, dean, and guidance counselor on November 8, 2012. The suit says that the accused bully and other students began a pattern of bullying, ridiculing, harassing, humiliating, intimidating, and acting violently toward a student with learning disabilities on a weekly basis in September 2011. In October and November, the child and her mother consistently informed the principal, the dean, and the guidance counselor that she was bullied and afraid to go to school. Bullying continued continued including an event in December in which she was slammed against a wall and locker punched in the nose and left lying on the ground shaking in her own blood she suffered serious and painful injuries some of which are permanent including concussion lacerations contusions headaches broken nose sprained neck acute stress disorder anxiety disorder depressive disorder, suicidal tendencies, post-traumatic stress disorder, and physical and emotional pain. She missed out on school and extracurricular activities, and her parents are incurring expenses for medical care, therapy, medication, specialized schooling, and other expenses. The suit says the injuries to the victim were caused by the Board of Education, principal and dean, and guidance counselor because they were negligent in adequately supervising or monitoring students in the lunchroom hallways and at dismissal time and failed to investigate reports of bullying and failed to prevent or intervene in instances of bullying or to provide a safe school environment the suit also charges the bully with assault and battery and says that her parents had knowledge of her daughter's bullying teasing taunting and attacking the victim and therefore have responsibility for her actions these are eight grade students wow when i read that it just knocked my socks off truly it was so horrific and it really really makes the case So bullying is clearly much more serious than most people realize. There is bullying in the schools, bullying within the families, cyberbullying, and so much more. Today you will hear from Lauren Patrice Nadler, who directed a short, very powerful anti-bullying film which was presented at several film festivals. Lauren was bullied all through her school years. Here from Janice Miller, who has taken up anti bullying as her special cause. She too was bullied. Her son, Gianni Jaffe, is also on the show to talk about what he's witnessed about his experiences. Folks, we must do something about it. This quote by British philosopher Edmund Burke says it all. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is that good men do nothing. What can you do? What will you do? Hopefully this show will make you think about that today, folks. Hopefully it will start with thinking about it and then figuring out exactly what you can do about it. So before I go to each of our guests one at a time, I just want to touch base one at a time and ask you all, uh, first with Gianni, why do you have an interest in bullying and, and taking that up? What What is your personal interest?
2: Hi, Joyce. Um, my personal interest, um, I think it stems from this, that it's so pivotal in a child's development that if something like this were occurring, this can be so traumatizing and can affect any child um, throughout their whole development until they're adult and maybe even through their adult years, and thus I think we need to give it more attention.
1: And you were so right on that. You were absolutely so right. It leaves its traumas, it's marked forever, clearly. Uh, Janice, what is your interest that you actually took it up as your cause and we'll talk more about that later on well it
3: to me it's just a, a watching and seeing the unnecessary brutal treatment that people not only with their hands but with words and lack of uh, understanding a person being i just it's just brings tears to my eyes when I see a child get picked on or a child not get fit for the team. You know, it goes both ways. It's just sad, and and it really gets to my heart. So that's why my mission is to help children see these things clearly so that they grow up and be a better adult.
1: Absolutely. I'm with you on that as well. And, Lauren, what about you, why your particular interest, such that you actually created a film about it that you directed that's so very powerful that made me very emotional when I watched that film, and later on we'll tell people how they can access it as well.
3: Well, I mean, I was bullied as a child as well. I was, um, you know, food thrown at me and tripped downstairs and punched around, and I actually thought it was my fault. I thought somehow I had done something wrong, and I was isolated for a really long time. And, you know, a couple of years later, I decided that I had to turn my pain into art and turn to a lot of creative outlets, but a lot of people don't have those outlets. And, you know, I've seen people through my growing years um, killing themselves and and being really hugely affected by the things that are happening. And now with all the cyberbullying, it's anonymous and there's some ways there's no way to get to the people that are doing it and it's having a huge effect. I teach now, I teach acting, but I see that a lot of the reasons why people turn to acting is because they have to release some of the abuse that they've experienced. And fortunately they found that outlet but a lot of people have not. They don't have the resources and they're stuck in their in their vicious cycle and it's just it's just painful to watch. And then all these news stories about you know, people bullies are bullying The bullies too And these kids that are walking in And slaughtering other kids Somehow they're somehow victims of it as well And it's just It's epic now It's become an epidemic
1: Yeah and sadly it's been an epidemic for a while But I don't think people really Stopped in their tracks till that Newton thing took place And not that it's any excuse That the perpetrator was bullied himself But it really defines How serious this is when children are getting killed in the schools, So it's clearly a very serious matter. I see that your mom, Beverly Nadler, our most valuable guest, just jumped on. And I know her busy, busy schedule. She's going to be off and running in minutes. So while I have you, uh, Beverly Nadler, you just heard from your daughter, uh, Laura Nadler. Did you know, were you aware that she was bullied uh, in the schools? Did you know that?
4: In my recollection now, I did not know it, and listening to her, there were actually tears in my eyes. Oh, Ma. Hey, Ma.
3: Hi. Okay. I, when I watched okay. her powerful
1: film, I'll tell you that, I was really in tears. I couldn't believe it. It was like it really drove home the point. So it's okay to have tears. Just think of me as Oprah. She, look at all the people she brings to tears. But at any rate, so you're saying you weren't cognizant of it. You have another daughter uh, that's a regular guest on our show as well, Dr. Denise. Uh, were you aware if she was ever bullied?
4: I was aware of some of the um, very disturbing things that children were doing um, to her, which I, she, I think, has even talked about it. yeah. Um, I I was helpless. It wasn't in school, as far as I know, uh, what was happening. It was on her way to school that she had most of the problems, and there was nothing that I could know to do about it except talk to her. But with Lauren, I don't recall Lauren ever discussing it with me. If she did, I have to apologize for my lapse of memory you well, ever
1: discussing it with your mom? Do you recall that? No, I think with me, and this is the, this is
3: one of the things that I think you know shaped me is is my relationship between my mother and father and how fiery a lot of it was through some of the years. Is that I fought back, which is why I you know kept getting pummeled. So you know sometimes the kids don't fight back; they shrink and then they disappear, yeah. and then there becomes that. uh Separation, which really causes a lot of the kids to, to like go inward and, and really get lost. And the film, you know, kind of, well, the film is a narrative film and it's not a documentary. It's, uh, it's, it was written by a friend of mine who, who also experienced a lot of, uh, a lot of bullying in his growing years. It, you know, there's, there's like many, many hidden little ways in which you look at how, you know, one person wasn't paying attention, and essentially, you can see how they were victimized by something else. It's, it's a, you know, it's a chain. It's, it's a cycle. So I fought back. I went home, and I kind of took it out on my mom. So you know, she'll tell you if you really ask that I was the bully.
4: That's very interesting for you to say that. I, I never thought about that. Wow, thank you. Uh, that clarifies a lot of stuff. See,
1: Beverly, you have to listen to our shows to hear what went on with your daughter. (laughs) You have to tune us on. Folks, if the mother has to tune in to hear something she didn't know about her daughter, imagine what you folks will learn by listening to Joyce, Barry, and Friends. Uh, Beverly, uh, before you jump off, by any chance, do you have that short poem? Because Janice is on the line. I'd rather use the short one today. Do you have that handy by any chance so we can give no, that I elderly? actually took
4: it out so it would be ready for tomorrow. <laughs> oh, good. I do so have it in front of me. Just yes. that
1: before we let you go.
4: I, I'm and not then, ready uh, to go yet. Um, I don't have to leave yet. I've got another uh, 15, 20 minutes on. But I do want to say something um something came into my mind it was specific to oh yeah i now um i want to say that because lauren was bullied what she's doing now in her work has has been if we want to use the word inspired by that that in other words your 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 greatest or or largest um flaws or faults or or horrors in your life sometimes leads you into the direction of where your life has to go and the difference that you can make. And she is making a huge difference. This film, as you pointed out, is a wonderful film, and it should be seen by everyone. I, I in fact, sent out a notice, and I said, make this film go viral, because people need to know about it. But it is directly, in my perception, because... She was bullied. That she was able to create something this moving, uh, this this um, what can I say? It, it, it just in, inspires you to want to help make a difference, and that comes out of this this loss in her life or this pain in her life. Well, I I might
1: add, knowing you as I do in our long-time relationship, I would suspect that she's also a very powerful person committed to making a difference because, after all, look who her mother is. The apple falls not far from the tree, so you got to give yourself some credit, Beverly Nather, on being an awesome mom and having two extremely powerful and wonderful and special children.
4: Actually, I have three, but the other one is much quieter. <laughs> oh, actually, not... I,
1: my head is too, because the two, the two are on my show. That is why. Right, so I'm, I know. I'm, I'm, very, I'm very close with Denise as well. All right, so, Beverly, before we move forward and it will all be about the bullying, why don't you just share the other reasons why people should listen to the show before learning some facts about their parents or their kids.
4: Go ahead. There's an extraordinary and fun-filled way to make sure you always have a positive day. Listen to Joyce Barry and Friends, the number one radio show, weekdays live at 11 a.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio. Her Coach's Corner has memorable quotes and life lessons with objectives. Some of her guests entertain, while others offer valuable perspectives. You'll hear important ways to improve your health and wonderful ways to increase your wealth. Learn about business opportunities and healthy products galore. Don't miss a show. Tune in daily to hear what else is in store. Your mind will be stimulated and your heart will be captivated. You'll be informed and educated while you're inspired and motivated. Enjoy the lively conversation and fascinating views. Hear valuable suggestions and great ideas for you to use. Be sure to refer your family and friends because they'll want to know about Joyce, Barry, and Friends, the number one worldwide radio show.
1: Thank you, Beverly, for creating versions one and two, and we will alternate with them. When Janice is on, we'll play the shorter version. When she's not, we'll play the longer version. Janice, was that short enough for you, or you wanted a third version?
3: (laughs) Uh, It was beautiful. It was a great, uh, as always, Beverly does an outstanding job. She always gets her beautiful poetry out there and the message
1: as well. Thank Uh, you, Janice. Her extraordinary book, Vibrational Harmony, is something, folks, you want to check out on Amazon or in Beverly's website, BeverlyNadler, N-A-D-L-E-R.com, where you can find the link to purchase the book. We have a really packed show today. I suspect we're going to have a part two relatively soon because there is so much information, and all of us on the show today are committed to making a difference. So let's start off with Gianni Jaffe. He graduated from the University of California, Riverside, in 2011 with a degree in sociology and a minor in law and society. Gianni is currently doing commercial. Is somebody trying to say something? I hear interruptions. I don't know where that's coming from. Okay, sorry about that, folks. A little technical issue. I heard something beeping in or something.
4: Joyce, I heard it also. So it is definitely in the technology.
1: Gianni is currently doing commercial real estate appraisals and is an entrepreneur selling online. He was always one of the smartest kids in the class and frequently got straight A's. Of course, this came as no surprise to me, given his mother, Janice, who, again, I say the apple falls not far from the tree, uh, Gianni played baseball all his life and even coached a youth pony baseball team. He'll have to tell me what a pony baseball team is. Uh, Gianni witnessed bullying, and his best friend's cousin was a victim. With his sociology background and close ties to the subject, he feels this is a bigger issue than many give attention to, and I agree with that. But before we go further, you have to tell me, what is a pony baseball team?
2: It's just a youth little league baseball team.
1: Oh, because I never heard you that know, word before. I never heard that expression. Yeah, it's before.
2: what they call it's what they call um I guess a different organization that comes together and they play baseball.
1: Uh, when I think of pony, I think like your youth teams uh, in that regard. So it was yeah, at a right. time. Yeah, you were kind of young, anyway. Okay, I agree with you. It's a bigger issue than many give attention to, and is far overdue that society give attention to it. So, Gianni, I'm turning the ball over to you with your pony baseball team. And what would you like to share today to uh, inspire people?
2: Well, I I don't know. I think this. This issue has been overlooked for way too long. Um, Parents may not have been quite aware of it or maybe thought that somehow things were different for their children. Um, Nonetheless, I I think it starts at home. I think it starts with the family, with the parents, with the, the parents teaching their children correctly instead of just letting their kids go out in the world and figuring it out for themselves because unfortunately you can't be sure if your child without teaching them correctly is the bully or getting bullied and neither is correct and uh i mean with the with the correct teachings and awareness that parents can easily bring forth um it could definitely reverse this i mean colleges used to have a problem of hazing and uh hazing is nothing better or it, it's just as bad. It's the same thing in a college atmosphere. And uh, bullying in for elementary school or junior high or high school is just something that can really, really hurt anybody that's involved.
1: Um, uh, why don't you share that personal uh, experience you had with a friend or a cousin? It was something pretty powerful, and that's what made you stop in your tracks. What was that all about?
2: Yeah, well, my friend, my one of my best friends, um, he had he has a smart, really, really smart cousin, and uh, he was just a smart kid uh, going to school always, but I guess getting picked on for, you know, being considered one of the geeks or whatnot. I mean, he was just a really, really good, fun kid, but I guess socially awkward as far as children see it, and um, he, they, him and his family picked up and moved to Colorado, and, uh, They are going there, and I guess the getting picked on proceeded. He um, went to psychiatric, like little therapy sessions, to hopefully get it worked out. Where he was prescribed antidepressants and something to hopefully help him out. Um, Apparently, um, it did not help him out, and uh, the picking and the bullying continued. It persisted, and unfortunately um one day the child died i don't i don't know why, but um in his mind, it was too hard to bear and uh he he committed suicide and uh it was just about two to three years ago and it's still very hard on the family. they have never really truly gotten over this. This is not something you can really get over they they never fathomed that this was something that would have happened it's It's just horrible. That a child would think to have to take his life because the bullying is so persistent at school and he can't get rid of it that this was his way. Um, it's just very sad. It's not the first um, person for this to happen to, but every single child. It's just too many. And in fact, when when this um, my friend's cousin took his life in Colorado at this time, I believe. He was the third child in a month to take his life over what they believed was bullying in Colorado
1: that's that's really so. so, so very tragic, and I think it is more prevalent in the news today since the new tent uh tragedy that we're hearing more and more. I don't think people really realize the significance, certainly, in my day in school, we didn't have any bullying. the worst thing people did was if a gal sat in front of you in class with pigtails, you yank on her pigtails. That's the worst that I can remember. But there was one incident that involved me uh, that I, I just thought I would share at this time, a minor interest at that, but, again, it's a matter of standing up for yourself. Uh, in class, one of the gals passed me a note that said, I want to meet you after school for a, a fight And I am a very gentle person. I'm not into fighting at all. And I was just blown away to get a note like that. And I thought about it all day. Do I show up? Do I not show up? Well, if I don't show up, then it's going to get worse and out of hand. So I showed up, and she made sure everybody knew. So there were tons of kids outside. Here I am. I believe it was the sixth grade. I handed someone my, handed off my glasses to someone. I was totally freaked out, but I didn't show it in any way. And just by instinct, since I don't know anything about fighting or martial arts or whatever one should get pointers on, I was never in a situation like that. But just by instinct, she had very, very long hair. So, with my left hand, with all my might, I grabbed her hair, wrapped it around. So, I, that, I saw very quickly that when you grab somebody's hair, they're totally immobilized. She couldn't do anything. Because I had it, she had such long hair, and I wrapped it so tightly around my hand that she couldn't move. So, with the other hand, I scratched, I stumped on it, whatever I could do, I did. And self-preservation and defense, and she never bothered me again, and neither did anyone else, except one thing that followed that. I get an invitation from a girl that says, we're in a gang, and, and we appreciate the way you handled yourself, and we never invited... A Jewish girl, a white girl, into our gang before, but we'd love to have you in our gang. <laughs> so, I, so I said to them, it's an all black girls gang, the toughest girls in the school. And I said, I can't tell you how much I appreciate the invitation, how honored I am that you would include me, but I'm going to have to pass. I'm just too busy with my schoolwork. So that's about it as far as I got in that arena. But but those were the things that really stood out. Like, I so did not want to meet this girl after school. I, I was beside myself. And I've always been someone that trusted their instincts, just the way I do with the show every day. It's not written out. It's not a script. I just go with my instincts. And I just say, grab her hair. And once I had her hair, there was absolutely nothing she could do. So that ended rather quickly for me to be a victim uh, ongoingly. Okay, Gianni, is there anything else you would like to share that was a very powerful uh, story that you did share?
2: No, I mean, I just hope that, I mean, I just hope that parents now having children can understand that this is a situation that needs some attention put forward into because it has to start at home. I mean, the child is not inherently bad and becomes a bully just because he wants to there has to be something that triggers that mindset and there must be something at home that can reverse it if there is this case of bullying I mean the child children are fun want to have fun just want to be happy-go-lucky where does they come off being this um, troublemaker person for another child unless he has some kind of a a role model that's given them this thought. I mean, this is something that may take a while to fully fully reverse, but I, it's very, very um, contained. It can be contained. This can be a situation that can be helped. I mean, with the cases of Newtown, mental illness needs to be looked into before. I mean, that, that's a very, very big thing these days is consider the mental illness situation too.
1: Yes, and I agree with you on all scores. So, <laughs> okay. go ahead, Janice. Did you start to go say ahead? something?
3: No, I, I, I didn't. Okay, well, I have plenty to say, <laughs> but I no. But I, I, I heard. I writing. thought
1: you were saying something in response to him because I'm going to bring you on in a moment anyway. But I don't know no, if it's technical I, issues or you said something.
3: It was technical issues.
1: Yeah, I'm hearing like. Uh, some ghost speakers on the show today. It's very strange. I never heard that before. So let me just uh say this uh as regards to what Gianni just shared. It was very powerful. I agree with you, it starts at home. How many times you hear stories of these kids that actually go out and kill people. And then the parents knew absolutely nothing about the cachet of guns in in the uh, attic, the cachet of guns in in the basement. They don't even know anything about what's going on. But in this lawsuit where Beverly was kind enough to send me that email and we spoke about it in the coach's corner, The principal, the dean, and the guidance counselor were told time and time again and did nothing. In my opinion, these people should all be fired. How could anyone, just by virtue of being human, not do anything? So I would have in the schools a sign throughout all the hallways, if you see something, say something. So if everyone spoke up and they can do it anonymously, report these bullies, what they see, so they can actually take action, the schools can take action, know who the perpetrators are, and and expel them. You start with a suspension for a week, and then you go to the expulsion. They're they're not acting on it. So I I really believe that would be the motto if I was a principal, if you see something, say something, and and start it by making examples and, and strong examples of people. Okay, let's move on to the mother, Janice Miller. And Janice Miller has been on our show oftentimes. She's even hosted the show when there were times that I couldn't, uh, for whatever the reason. So our show has never been dark. Uh, Janice Miller, this fascinates me, her bio, to tell you the truth, and I wish I was her friend at that time because she was the director of operations. She worked in the gaming industry for 17 years in Las Vegas and California. Janice helped open the Commerce Casino in California and held positions as a dealer, dealer coordinator responsible for 70 dealers, and held management positions in public relations. My goodness, I'm going to have to take lessons on beating the dealer. Janice served as a four person maintaining gaming operations, overseeing the dealers and players, ensuring that all rules and regulations were observed and making sure customer needs were met. In a public relations position, she was responsible for promotional giveaways, complimentary food. I certainly wish I knew you then. I would have appreciated that. Customer relations, creating events and promoting customer casino relations. She worked in the casinos that held some of the highest-stake poker games in the world. She helped run the casino in all aspects of operations. She owned and operated the Professional Casino Training Center, teaching people dealing techniques, rules, and communication skills for all the casino games, as well as assisting in the placement of each student for employment. She owned and operated a very profitable business in the health product industry and was responsible for marketing and recruiting. She built a very successful team of more than 1,600 reps, and she did this from her home as a single mother of two young children. She's happily married, the mother of two teenage boys. She's living her dream and to make a difference in the world by making the world a better place. Janice became a principal and joined The Weezers, it rhymes with Tweezers, she joined the Weezers team in 2002 and has Been instrumental in advancing The development of Weezers Characters and their message to Children, the Kids Better World Network was born through Weezers And Janice is an intricate part Of the driving force Propelling Kids Better World Network Into a worldwide Movement of awareness both Fulfilling the ultimate goal of the Weezers Team, as well as enabling her to propel her own personal vision to create a safe, entertaining, and educational world for kids to live and play Stop the Bullying. Go ahead, Janice. Uh, We've done some shows with your Weezer friends, and it was all about promoting that message, Stop the Bullying.
3: Well, the, the whole aspect of the Weezer's cartoon characters is to make it fun and enjoyable, that's something for children to watch, but also while they're watching these wonderful cartoon characters, they're learning good lessons, like what to do and what not to do. Keep your hands to yourself. Don't judge by appearance. Don't pick on children because they're just bigger than you or fatter than you or wear glasses or, in some cases, have no hair from chemo. Don't judge and be kind. So the message is going to be out there, and we're, we're launching finally this year. is going to be the year that we're really going to get our cartoon characters out there. All my partners are working very heavily on this mission because it really is a mission. It's a mission to stop the bullying and teach the children right from wrong because a lot of the children don't have the parents at home. The parents are working there are a lot of a lot of single parents, so of course they're working, and the ones that are two family they, well, most families have to work two families, mother, father, have to be working. So who's raising the children? and even when they were home, they didn't necessarily do a great job too, because as, as we've heard from all the stories so far, people were missing the mark, they weren't even aware that their child was bullied. I had been bullied too. I observed my my young son Gianni when he was young. He's uh, now a twenty five year old man, but um, when he was a young boy, for no good reason at all, I would I would uh, I was actually working and holding a, a position in the casino, as you know, and I would go to mommy and me groups. I would sleep very little so that I could accomplish having him interact with children, and at home I had a nanny. Because I did not want to put him in a daycare where he'd be mixed up with other children and get, catch all the germs and who knows who's watching whom. So I wanted them home, my children home. And you know, and there again, what do, you, what do you know what's going on there unless you got now you got your my cameras. You have to be paying attention. So taking a child into this world is a real obligation. You, you know, it's it's not just an act, oh, I want a baby. No, you have to know what you're doing, and you have to pay attention. And so there are a lot of children that just raise their hands for no good reason to another child. And Gianni was a very petite young man, and we had a lot of children around us that weren't. And just for no good reason, I'd watch them bully him for no good reason. And my young my next son came along, and... Johnny and him are two years apart, Death's Dion, and they would play together, but children would pick on Dion because he was younger. And they were actually about the same size. They always stayed very close in size. You know, Johnny would spurt up and Dion would catch up, and everybody thought they were twins. With that said, I noticed always Dion would get bullied and picked on and people would raise their hands to him just because he was a younger brother. So these things bothered me, and I, being a single mom and having the ability because of my business of networking at the time, I had a full-time income coming from networking, but I had time on my hands to be a volunteer at school, to watch the children, to be observant, and take them to uh, activities. And one of the activities that I enrolled Gianni into at a very young age was karate. I knew that not only would he learn to defend himself but it was also very good for discipline and uh, so Dion would come along as well and when he was old enough he did enroll for a little time and uh, they were were great and, and it was a really great experience to have that wonderful discipline and how it also unfolded is when Gianni was in fifth grade or sixth grade, there was a young boy who was probably 20 to 25 pounds heavier than him, decided to pick on Gianni because he was a very intelligent young man, and he was very light. So what happened was he attacked Gianni, because Gianni, because he was a blue belt or brown belt in karate, and his memory banks were encased with that, he had the natural ability to take that young boy's hand that was coming at him and use it as a weapon against him, meaning the boy, and took his arm and flipped him down, hit him on, you know, he hit the, the kid hit the ground. Gianni never laid a hand on him and just stood over him and said, oh yeah? What are you going <laughs> to do about it? And his mother, the boy's mother, came after me say my son attacked her son, and then she found out the truth. But that's the—that's uh, what we need to do to protect our young folks is to instill how to protect themselves. But yet here he was bullied. I was bullied terribly once or twice, but my whole life I was bullied. I mean, I grew up having a sister one year apart that's, decided that the day I was born was the wrong day, and she, she never wanted to be there. So she beat me up almost every day of my life for no good reason.
1: Was your parents, did, a, did your parents know about that?
3: My mother had a deaf ear to this whole scenario. She did. And the one day, because for no good reason I, did, I just got, I had enough of it, I actually, for no good reason, one day, once, ever, decided to beat her up. And <laughs> I got I got put in a timeout, the restriction, the whole line. Or why, I don't know. I don't understand life sometimes.
1: But, but she was never things, punished for inflicting pain on you. No,
3: not, never. uh huh. And so with that said, you know, these things do build inside of you, and you see the injustice that goes on. And what are you going to do about it? Well, you have to decide. So at a very young age, I decided I have to take control of my life, my feelings, and every result that I get. So now I move forward. We we leave New York. The family left New York. My sister was a, becoming a bully in New York, actually. You know, she you had to. Um, unfortunately, I we came into, a, you know, an area where you had to be rough or tough or you were going to get your butt kit. So my sister actually became at times my protector because I was smaller and petite. Now henceforth we moved to Las Vegas, and we are the fish out of water, especially with the accent. Nobody understood our dressing because we were two years ahead of style. <laughs> and so I, I was in this uh, very, very, excuse my expression, but it was, very, very uh, archaic background-wise, very, no uh, pop- so populous, it was very, you know, in the mill. and I was going to this new junior high school, and I was an 8th grader, and I was in gym, but they didn't have room for me in my 8th grade, so they put me in 7th, and I was still a very petite little girl, and all of a sudden, all the uh, black gals decided to pick on this little white girl, and... uh I was in the in the locker room, and here you go. Seven big girls surround me. None of the other girls wanted any part of this, but here I am, a fish out of water, except that I had great pipes, and I screamed for my life, because I was being body bounced into all the girls, and a 200-pound black girl, seventh grader, mind you, was picking on me, and she's pushing me into all her peers, and I was only like 65 pounds. So, you know, we're talking a big ch- weight change and weight, but nobody's helping me. And I'm screaming, but thank God for my New York attitude. And I finally got the attention of the teachers, which separated us. And the only thing the, the girls that were beating on me were afraid of was their parents. Thanks well, God. at least you
1: had someone intervene, and at least you had someone, you know, stop it before it got really out of hand, and that was a very powerful story as well. We do need to move on because we have Lauren Patrice Nazler, and I want to be sure we have enough time to hear her and her story. So thank you for that, Janice, and let me introduce you folks to Lauren Patrice Nadler. She was born in Queens, New York, to an unusual and creative family. Her mom is author Beverly Nadler, who was who has our Here's to Your Health Thursday segments. Her sister is Dr. Denise Nadler, a chiropractor, motivational speaker, and trainer. Denise also goes under the name of Ariana for her original songs that she sings with the voice of an angel. Lauren was bullied all through her school years for being different, but she didn't let that stop her from following her dreams. She proved to be a rebel with outlets in the arts, starting with painting, poetry, and dance, and then turning to acting, and eventually teaching and directing. Local filmmakers took notice of Lauren's passion for acting and her Pied Piper like personality and sought her out to get involved on their projects and bring new faces to projects. This led to her working with director Eric Bross and casting Adrian Brody, among others, in his first lead role in the indie film Ten Benny, and collaborated a second time with Bross on Restaurant, that showcased many rising stars from Simon Baker, and you might know Simon from The Mentalist, to Lauren Hill, to Frank Vincent. With her teaching and coaching, she has been instrumental in the rising careers of many newcomers that are now regulars on such shows as True Blood, Pretty Little Liars, Glee, The Neighbors, and Army Wives, and major motion pictures as well. Lauren has directed several theatrical productions in both New York City and L.A. and an original one-woman show, I'm Sorry, on the subject of animal rescue, so that's another topic, I'll have to talk to Lauren about another uh, topic that um, is very close to my heart and Janice's as well, certainly Beverly's. In 2012, Lauren directed and produced an entire season, which is 11 episodes of a comic web series, It's You, Not Me. I love that title. It's You, Not Me on a shoestring budget, showcasing her master alumni students and rising stars, including Britt Morgan and Nicole Travolta, as well as comic Rick Shapiro. Between 2010 and 11, Lauren directed two dramatic short films, Being Brill, based on a true story, and One Last Shot, which serves as a public service announcement for anti bullying and teen suicide prevention. And both of these films travel the festival circuit for a year. Lauren, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for making time to talk to us on this important subject. Over to you.
3: Hello. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, to start at the beginning, as I said earlier, I was bullied as a child growing up through my elementary into my junior high and high school years for being very, very different, dressing differently and thinking differently, and uh, I have very vivid memories of some of the popular kids sort of sidling up to me and saying things like, like one particular example was I was wearing these overalls, and I'm not sure why this why I even sell for this, and she said, oh, you have that little pocket over there. Can you hold my pen for me? And two periods later, basically with her group of friends on a stairwell where no teachers were in sight, she pointed at her pen in my pocket and screamed, oh, my God, there's my pen. You stole my effing pen. And then about, I can't even remember how many people sort of descended on me like vultures and sort of knocked me down the stairs and pushed me around. And that was so that was one, uh, uh, one situation that was like, I'll never forget it. And then there were times when I can't even figure out why, why I sat alone in the lunchroom and people threw food at me. And, you know, I, I sometimes think that, like, you know, nothing has changed. You know, it's just like history keeps repeating itself and that the difference now is that we have all these methods of communication and how the communication sweeps around so quickly. So it just seems like it's more prevalent because the truth is, the ones who are not getting bullied really are kind of unscathed by it. They're not affected. Um, but the problem is, even back in those days when I was being bullied, though, even when, you know, the girl passed you that note and said, I want to kick your butt, it's like, you know, you were affected by that. And now we have, to, we have to keep our eyes open. And, you know, one of the things that I'm experiencing now as an, as an, as an adult teaching is that a lot of the kids that I work with, particularly some of the young teens who are trying to pursue an acting career you know there's a lot of jealousy involved and they've isolated themselves and the difference is like for me when I grew up in my family like I had a very volatile relationship with my father no question about it and so it kind of provoked me to be sort of an explosive kid and I was I wasn't you know I wasn't backing down a lot of the time but what I had on the other side of that is this Mother and father who were health oriented on, you know, my mother, as you know, you talk about her all the time, she's a published speaker on on spiritual mental, published speaker and writer on spiritual, mental, and physical health. So, on the other side of it, I had that support and that encouragement and a lot of love. And even though, you know, some of her attention wasn't turned towards me because it was out there working on saving the world as well, that's not necessarily how the rest of the people who are getting bullied grow up they are in a situation where they don't have any of the proper attention at home. And like in that article that my mom sent in, the teachers are turning a blind eye. And, you know, for me right now, when I work with kids that I know are badly affected, even as they're coming up and they're rising. Now there are these blogs that are, that are like describing every negative thing that they could ever hope to hear in, you know, on the tail of their success. And it's, that's really heartbreaking because that can, that can crush somebody. We look at some of these celebrities and wonder why they, um, you know, do themselves in. And it's because they're, they're also dealing with a lot of pressure from different sources. And we don't know what that is. You know, we just, we just don't know. You don't know what's inside somebody's head. So, you know, for me, the rewards are that I've been able to get out there and, and work with young people and be, you know, be some sort of an impression on them. And, this film, you know, when I was approached by one of my friends to do it, it was one of those things where it wasn't any question about whether or not I would participate. And, you know, he and I sourced a lot of favors, and and it was really a passion project that everybody sort of pitched in. And uh, even Joey Travolta, who has a company where he teaches special ed special education and special needs kids how to make films, a lot of them came on board as crew members on his project, um, also as as a as a labor of love. And um, uh,
1: Lauren, uh, Joey Travolta and Nicole Travolta. Just curious, any relation to John Travolta?
3: Yeah, Joey Joey is his brother, and oh. he has he makes a you know he has a lot of people know who he is because his crusade is also to help these young kids who are you know who are not who obviously in certain situations are getting picked on because they're you know they're from different uh, backgrounds in terms of having special needs. And he's teaching them how to make films, and he goes across the country doing that. Nicole is one of my students, and she's um, his other brother's uh, daughter. And she's a wonderful actress and really, like, a de- t- really delightful human being. And um, Joey is, uh, like, his company, he, lent, he basically lent his whole um, uh, student body and some of his faculty to making this movie, my director of photography, uh, also, is teaches the direct the photography at the school to the kids. So, you know, when we embarked upon making this film, it was it was sort of like, you know, the only reason to make it was to get the message out there. And the young boy who plays the lead in it is um, a very good friend of mine, her son, who's a, also a phenomenal actor, Ian Hamrick, and he. I've known him since he was an infant. As a matter of fact, I drove across the country with him and her when he was like three months old and for him to grow into this amazing actor and he's a redhead and so you know you can imagine some of the stuff that he had to deal with in school and he's amazing in this film and the the great thing about this film also is that it's a narrative piece but there's no dialogue which means any country, any language, absolutely anybody can watch this film and, and take the message in and watch it a few times if you have an opportunity because there's all these different subtle ways in which the change, you know, like it's it's it mounts in terms of like, oh, look at the mom. The mom's being bullied by the boss, so she's not paying attention. And if I could say one thing about this, it's just to pay attention. And that's, I think, the biggest crime. And it's it's like pay attention because the signs are there. They're there.
2: Lauren,
1: how do people access the film? I know you said they can go to YouTube. Let them know how they can access the film. Also, if you have a website, they can find out more about you.
3: I do have a website. The website is LaurenPatriceNadler.com. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-P-A-T-R-I-C-E, Nadler, N-A-D-L-E-R.com. the fil- the The film is, I just launched it yesterday because it actually went through uh, six festivals over the last year, and we're now at permission to just sort of unleash it on the world. And I just launched it yesterday on YouTube. How's that for timing
1: the, relevant to our show? Yeah, I mean it was.
3: It, it actually, my plan was to launch it this week, and then I got the call from from you. So that was great. The way to the way to, to the way to track it down is just to go to YouTube and punch in one last shot. That's the name of the film, and, it, you know, many things will come up under that. So put in it one last shot, Lauren Patrice Nadler. Well you can just go to Lauren Patrice Nadler. It'll take you to my page, and there's a whole bunch of videos there, and it's the first one. It should be the first one that pops up. And it's only it It's definitely only a minutes. film it,
1: worth seeing, and it really did make me very, very emotional, and I am going to watch it again for some more of the nuances.
3: I mean, it's eight minutes long. So it's eight minutes long, so it's, you know, it's, very, it's a very um, – Short part of your day to just go ahead And take a look at it and pass it on And and uh, share it with a friend
1: uh, Lauren what uh, Would you like to say to kind of wrap up So I can go to Gianni for his closing Thoughts and I can go to Janice And even uh, go to your mom All of you got like a minute or so To just kind of wrap this up It was a very powerful show Indeed today and folks there will be a part two that's a Promise go ahead Lauren
3: and I just want to say you know really thank you to you and to my mom and for all the the way the ways in which I was in, impressed about this and actually a thank you to my my students and friends who have also really influenced me and you know i am you know I operate at this point really from kindness because I've seen what the effects of my own aggressive behavior has been on others, including my sister and you know what I really am really really proud of is you know like right now I have students that are on Major shows like like Glee, for example, which is which is the epitome of bringing together a bunch of offbeat, you know, kooky kids who probably experience the same things, you know, in theory, and telling the story about how you can, you know, you can be a misfit and still be amazing, and you know, that's really when I mean, you're different, you know, you need to celebrate that.
1: Absolutely. I'll go to you, Beverly, uh, since you're most connected to Lauren. uh, You let me know about what she was up to so we could invite her to be on the show. And, again, that article you sent over to me, that was in the coach's corner this morning. That really drove home the point. Uh, What would you like to say, Beverly? Okay, so much for Beverly. Uh, I think she left. (laughs) No, she's on the board. She's on the board. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she's got the line here, but she's probably multitasking or a technical difficulty. Uh, so over to you, Jan. Oh, hello. I'm
4: sorry. I Can oh, you hear me? Oh,
1: welcome back.
4: Yes, I yes. spoke, and I didn't realize I had to mute it uh, because I have to get ready to leave, so I was doing stuff while I was listening. So here uh, I am. i you are. Okay, okay, so what I want to say is that I am so happy that you mentioned this show, that I could be on it, and that Lauren could come and, and talk about something that I didn't even know, which moved me, and also talk about this film, which is wonderful. And it is uh, my my parting words are please get the message out. It will be a better, safer world when more children are taken care of and allowed to grow up in, in an environment that supports their physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual growth.
1: Absolutely, and thank you for letting me know what Lauren was up to and jumping on today in the middle of your 4,000 other things that you need to handle. Uh, folks, more about Beverly, Beverly Nadler, dot rcom and every Thursday she hosts Uh, I'm sorry, I host, she's our guest on Here's to Your Health Thursday, every Thursday. Very powerful show. She is our health guru. Thank you, Beverly. Over to you, Gianni. Uh, What would you kind of like to say to wrap up?
2: Well, I think it's hard to say it better than Beverly did. And, uh, I mean, I'm glad that this is now a topic to be addressed because it's been too long where children were being – neglected and not understood and this is something that everybody needs to play focus to.
1: I appreciate you for being on the show. You had a, a powerful voice in the show and um you know, it's all about what you're witnessing say something so you were deeply impacted by your friend or your cousin's friend and um sharing that story really drives home how serious this all truly is over to you Janice
3: yes well I just want to thank you for having us on the show and making this show happen because without you and your friends, show that on every Monday through Friday uh Nobody would learn all this wonderful, powerful information. We need to get the word out and stop the bullying and make a difference. And that's why, Lauren, kudos to what you've done. I've I've watched it; it's fabulous, and you did a beautiful job. And uh, I'm looking forward to doing some great things with our cartoon character Weezers. And and you know what? Just be there in the world and be aware. And if you see some injustice. Stop it! You can make a difference.
1: Janice, um, don't the Weezers have a website?
3: We have a website under construction, so it's W E E Z R S.
1: So it's W E E Z R S. Weezers dot com would it be?
3: Yes, and it's been under construction for a long time. I apologize for that, but my graphic artist partner has just come back to join us. And we are, you know, we we suffered a, a great loss with one of our partners passing. And uh, my other partner, Roy Mader, and I are going to move forward. And, and David came back to us and said, yes, let's make this movement happen now.
1: So Yeah, I will- and when that website is good to go, you'll have to come on and let us know more about that.
3: I certainly will. I'll wake up early. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we know that's. That's the major part of it. For you, it's waking up early, because I know that speaking on our show comes naturally to you, just like hosting this show comes naturally to me, and my challenge is always the technical issues. Folks, I always like to end our shows on an upbeat uh, way to uh, get you launching your day, to get you up and moving and happy, So as serious as this show was, as significant as the message is, I still would like to leave you on an upbeat note uh, by playing the Joyce Barry Mash. And keep in mind, folks, that what you need to do, what can you do, what will you do, everything does make a difference. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is that good men do nothing. That's said by British philosopher Edmund Burke. So I ask you again, what can you do, what will you do, and if not, now, when? So enjoy the Joyce Barry Mash and get you moving out there in the world so you can do your part.
0: do the Joyce Barry mash. Have a fantastic day and listen to Joyce Barry and friends.
1: Folks, if you see something, say something and stop the bullying. If not now, when? Have a great day.
0: Hurry into Old Navy this Saturday and Sunday to get jeans for the whole family on sale. Just $15 for adults, $12 for kids. Plus, redeem your super cash starting this Saturday to save even more at OldNavy and OldNavy.com. Super cash valid 6-3 to six eleven. Jeans valid 6-3 to 6-4. Select styles only. Contour presents Terrible Impersonations. <clears throat> Yo, Adrian. That's so fluffy.
4: Say hello to my little friend. With Contour's voice remote, you don't have to be good. You just have to say it and your TV finds it.
0: Hey, son of a nutcracker.
4: (laughs) Voice remote on Contour from Cox. Cable TV reimagined to get you right to the good stuff. Available to residential customers in Cox service areas. Broadband Wi-Fi connection required for app-based viewing. Not all famous movie quotes are searchable. Other conditions apply.